need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast, and we have a bunch of earnings happening this week. Uh, The banks in particular are going to give us our earnings uh, before and after the market. So there are some opportunities to play some options. Remember, options are best played with spreads and events. With earnings seasons, there are a bunch of events happening. So this is a good time to play options. I would just say keep it small if you're experimenting for the first time just to see how things work. But also utilize spreads as well. And if you're new, it's almost better to play continuations. What continuation means after the stock moves in a particular direction, you then look for some nice priced options or some cheaply priced options to play in the direction of the momentum. Right, So if something gaps down, you could find some options on the put side to play into that momentum and watch for a continuation and the same thing on the upside as well. So that is if you're new, it's better to play continuations than to try to anticipate. If you're a veteran in this game, anticipating is something that's okay if you've done it for a while. Um, but again, the more earnings seasons you go, you go through, the better that you get. So I'll definitely be playing earnings seasons a lot more aggressively this year but anyway uh, back to uh, growth stops growth stocks versus blue chip stocks right we're going to continue our trend this week of talking about investing right in this episode we talk about uh, growth stocks and blue chip stocks and as we enter a period of normalcy in both the markets and in our society as a whole I want to make sure we all have the tools to not only trade, but to grow as investors, right? There are traders and investors. Investors are like grown-ups, right? And everyone can trade. You know, young people love to trade and have fun. But at the end of the day, you're going to want to be able to become a, a great investor. And knowing the difference between growth and blue chip stocks is a very valuable tool to have in your toolbox. So stay tuned. chip stocks or blue chip companies are the big boys, right? The billion dollar babies of the market. They're also the old guard, right? So there are a lot of billion dollar valuation companies that are IPOing and are brand new to the market. And and again, that's just a a result of just the hotness of the market right now. But the uh, billion dollar babies were the companies that originally they were the most heaviest weighted companies uh, in the market for the most part Not only highly valued but they have a long history of operation and they typically pay dividends most of which have been able to steadily increase their dividends over time because they have a good uh, cash flowing system and they dedicate that free cash to paying back to investors which is a pretty big deal now, some of those big names include Johnson & Johnson, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, and GM. Now, if you've been watching the market, you'll notice that 
GM is making a play into electric vehicles. Uh, J&J obviously making a play into those vaccines. But also Microsoft has been making a big, big play in the cloud space. They recently had a, um, bought out a company just the other day. They um, were in talks with Discord and buying out Discord. So Microsoft is not only a blue chip company, but they're also still um, dedicated to growing and evolving, as we've seen also again with GM. So blue chip stocks are typically they're really good for conservative portfolios. And like I said, Microsoft is also innovating but they're still a really good company with a lot of cash on hand. So they're also good for conservative portfolios as well. For more aggressive investors, growth stocks offer a much more risk but a higher capital reward. Now, blue chip stocks uh, invest less in growth, again, with the exception of a couple companies, and more uh, increasing, right? More in increasing the value of the shares for their shareholders. So blue chip stocks do a lot more share buybacks. Um, they increase their dividends. They suffer less volatility, which is great for capital protection, right? Not only are you protecting your capital by investing blue chip stocks, right, because they move around a lot less, but also you're getting the added value of if that company is doing consistent buybacks, that's increasing the value of your position. And if you're getting dividend increases every year, not only are you protecting your capital, but you're making money on your money when you get paid dividends, Right, so blue chip stocks have a lot of uh, potential upside to them, and like I said, even though blue chips invest less in growth, like Coca Cola is investing less in growth, um, but a company like Microsoft, um, I, I guess you would consider Walmart at this point, even though uh, yeah, you consider Walmart at this point a blue chip stock, right? Even Walmart is a, is uh, investing in growth as well. So uh, the pandemic has kind of forced a lot of those old guard companies to start re-evaluating uh, how they use their free cash, still investing in their um, shareholders, right, paying us back, but also making sure that they're able to keep up with the times, right? Now, growth stocks have a lot less history in the market and are often very unpredictable and they're unprofitable for the most part, like Uber, unprofitable, or at least it was unprofitable. Um, Tesla was unprofitable until uh, 2020. So a lot of growth stocks are unprofitable, which means they're running in the red. But people invest in growth stocks not to protect their money, right? They don't look for those same benefits as you'd see in blue chip stocks. They're more looking towards speculation of future gains, right? Now, these are not great vehicles for capital protection, but uh, they're because they're also you know much more volatile. So, I mean, you're talking about volatility, but much higher future gains. And you have blue chip stocks with a less volatile, um, less likely to get future gains, but uh, a slow creep up and increase in value over time. So what should you buy? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, I mean, the answer is going to be uh, seem really simple, but it's whatever works for you. 
personally, uh, my portfolio, I have more blue chip stocks than growth. But my blue chip stocks are also companies that have the ability to grow, right? So if I if I have Microsoft in my portfolio, yes, yeah, blue chip. But like I said, Microsoft is investing in their growth as well. So that's where I've leaned. I've I've leaned. I have a lot of Coca Cola, um, but I've leaned more towards the blue chip companies that have made a statement um, in their forward guidance, dedicating you know a, a certain amount of their revenue, right, in the form of billions of dollars towards growing in their particular industry, right? That's me personally. Um, But I'm also very focused on just dividends, right? Uh, As weight shifts more heavily in my dividends um, in my portfolio, right, then I'll start, again, like I said in the last uh, episode on Monday, the idea of rebalancing. Once I feel like my dividend, um, my dividend, part of my portfolio is at a percentage that is beneficial to me for my plan, I'll begin to shift some of my allocation towards more growth, right, and away from blue chips. But I started with blue chips, right, because I'm trying to grow wealth over time. I don't really need it to happen too super fast. But in this marketplace, uh, with growth being so high, if there is a discount event, right, some kind of correction, some kind of rotation like we saw uh, a couple uh, weeks ago or months ago when we rotated out of um, growth into value. Um, If one of those things happens again and growth continues to be discounted, I'm going to find a way to jump into growth, right? So like DraftKings was selling off earlier this week. That's an opportunity to jump into growth, right? Uh, Even Apple was a little weak to start the week an opportunity to jump into some growth, right? So there'll be opportunities to get growth stocks into my portfolio, and I'll definitely take advantage of that. But when growth stocks are higher and I don't, I'm not seeing any deals that really strike me, I'm going to stick with my blue chip stocks. Right now, like right a second, click the first link in the description, right? That'll take you to the stock market newsletter at beginnersedge.co. Do you own personally any blue chip stocks? Tweet at me and let me know uh, what you're playing in your account with. I mean, this is an important time again, like I said before, uh, as we're hitting new market highs, as uh, we're returning to normalcy. Right. Don't let the end of the pandemic be the end of your dedication to your wealth. Right. Don't let the end of the pandemic be the end of you listening to this podcast, because what brought you here was the idea of, okay, this guy is working towards financial freedom, trading stocks, investing. How can I learn from him? Right. How can I learn from his journey? And I'm telling you my story every day, but I'm also trying to give you as much education as I have and as I come across, because it's not just about. 2020. It's not just about we're locked up at the house, so we might as well learn about investing. This is about for the rest of your life, you can change the course of your entire family for generations by learning this information, by putting together a portfolio so you can sit your son down or sit your your baby cousin down, your godchild, 
um, your, you know, your your uh, grandparents, right? Maybe your grandparents are alive and their portfolios in shambles, right? You have the power now to change people's lives, and that's why we're here. So I really enjoy, um, you know, bringing this stuff to you, and I hope you're getting some value out of it. Again, tweet at me, contact me, message me on any platform. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you need any help with anything at all. Again, free of charge. I'm just here to help you as much as possible. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. (music) 